At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hi, everybody, and welcome back in. It's hour number two of VSIN Bet Center. Hanging out with us Saturday night from downtown Las Vegas. He's Jeff Carlos. I'm Ben Wilson. It is our Circuit Sportsbook Studios. We're talking a little college football, a little Major League Baseball with the postseason well underway. We'll get to our previews for NFL, everything you ever wanted to know about every game in NFL. Week six with Wyatt Tomchik, our producer behind the glass. Uh, there are not as many uh, high-profile upset uh, potentials that we saw last week, and that's partly, Jeff, because we, we don't have Alabama on the ropes. You're just not going to get that every week. They are pouring it on 42-9 right now at Mississippi State in a game they were favored by 17 or 17 and a half. But I wanted to, wanted to first, before we go back to the updates, look at a couple games that are about to start here uh, momentarily in the college football card because uh, we've seen this Pac-12 conference become uh, at once a laughing stock and then all of a sudden a crown jewel of college football at least for one team for Oregon when they beat Ohio State in Columbus and then back to just a total uh, a conference of uh, really uh, un- unknowns and chaos and uh, tonight we do get one Pac-12 after dark game we've neglected to mention it yet Arizona State at Utah a game that I thought would be uh, more of a marquee game but Utah has decided to uh, completely fall apart over the last uh, three weeks so you like uh, Herm Edwards Hey, Coach, Sun Devils on the road, getting one and a half in, uh, in Utah, or just the spot where it's like, all right, we finally get off of the Kyle Whittingham train for Utah, and then they finally show up in a big game. Well, let's look at this here for Utah. They destroyed USC last week, which how much of that has to do with Utah or, yeah. or how much it is, is USC. They beat Wazoo, who's not good. 
They lost that ridiculous game to San, San Diego State in overtime where they should have never been in the game. Uh, lost to BYU. Wouldn't it make total sense with Arizona State now where they are the betting favorites to win the Pac-12 South, they're the second favorite behind Oregon to win the Pac-12, that they just totally don't show up tonight where they also have in the one state where they no-showed against BYU earlier in the year? Wouldn't shock me one bit, Ben. I don't want anything to do with this game. I would only bet Utah, but this is going to be a stay-off in this Pac-12 after dark. There, there's a reason why I mentioned chaos, unpredictability. This opened Arizona State minus two flip of favorites, mm-hmm. Jeff. So early uh, respected money, pounding Utah. This this closed as high as two. It's a DraftKings on the East Coast, mostly one and a half everywhere else. Look, I, I'm kind of with you. Or at this point in the Pac-12, even if you've, you know, we've looked by by virtue of us being on air basically every week when the bulk of Pac-12 games are going on, we get a pretty good look at a lot of these teams. I think it's pretty realistic at this point to just you know, throw up the hands. You don't need to have a bet. On these, you don't need to have a bet on all these Pac-12 games, especially if you don't know what you're going to get. So we'll see if there could be some in-game opportunities because Jeff, there's there's a world in which it is apparent pretty early on that one of these teams has not shown up. We're like we think at this. It could easily be Arizona State. Could also be the opposite because Utah has uh, has had a couple spots this year where they have looked totally flat, and even in a spot at home wouldn't surprise me. So that's what I'd be looking for here: potential uh, in-game spot, depending on how things go uh, early on. Anyway, uh, that so those are that's our game coming up. We'll talk as well about the we do have one late game tonight, ten thirty p.m. kickoff. It does involve Hawaii because obviously it involves Hawaii, even though they're not uh, they're not at home tonight. But as far as the updates, Jeff, a couple in the Mountain West, just as we look at some of these games a little further down the car, but ones that do have some interesting betting angles here down the stretch, UNLV, they're still on top, looking for their first win in year number two of the Marcus Arroyo era as head coach, 24-21, 9.36 to go. Still, Utah State is a one-and-a-half-point live favorite. It, like This has gone deep into the game, enough into the game, Jeff, where we now have it on in the Circus Sportsbook studio. That's right, there's limited TVs, but we have we have officially promoted out of the uh, yeah the the bottom feeder games Jeff uh, it's on in the studio so we're gonna see what happens uh, any any desire to to throw a flyer on the Aggies right now they keep uh, kind of toggling back here between pick them and one one and a half here I'm seeing a I'm seeing a, a two and a half plus one forty two oh. on on the Aggies two and a half really well look uh, at this point that's probably what the line should be UNLV is at their own forty yard line uh, look do I really want to go down here with uh with, with UNLV possibly getting their first win. Oh, man. I kind of want to do it, but I'm going to stay off. I'm also seeing there's one book in town who I I think this one and a half might be suspended for the game, and they're going to just money line only. I see Utah State plus 150 right now just on the money line. I have plus 164 right now, the best number I'm seeing in town live. Not bad. Do Do we trust Utah State's defense to get a stop again? I think the bigger question is: Do you trust? Uh, I should say: Do you do you you assume that you that uh, UNLV will disintegrate like they have done in many of these late game scenarios? That's a good way to put it. I mean, that's kind of what's happened. Because uh, keep in mind, like UNLV, they've they've played a couple tight games this year. Now, one of them was against an FCS team, Eastern Washington, which they lost in double overtime. Had to come back in that game. But uh, I don't know. I I. As much as I would love to bet Utah State, I don't know, Jeff. We're, we're so deep in the game. Like That's where I get into this. As far as in-game, I don't know what your strategy in general is, Jeff, but I know you've been known to take some flyers once we get into that 9, 10-minute mark of the fourth quarter. But yeah, we're doing I, it. I, I feel, okay, we're doing it. Yeah, but don't you think it. in general, like the sweet spot for in-game, whether it's, I know it, it differs by sport, but for college football, it's probably early to mid-second quarter when you have a pretty good idea of the game flow and, and you, you have a, 
pretty good sense, too, of where the algorithm's going based off the, the closing line. Do you agree well, with that? Well, let, 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 let's go with this. The best time to me to bet a total is early, is near the end of the first quarter, beginning in the second quarter, where you either are going to have a game where basically everyone is just scoring a way too high of a clip. By the way, uh, UNLV probably <laughs> threw an interception right after I bet. He was three yards in front of the line of scrimmage. Um, what was that? But, uh, but, but look, Ben, <laughs> totals especially. And the NFL, this works too. Where you get, and this is probably good about about midway through the second quarter. Where you get totals where either teams are scoring way too much or they are scoring way too little based off the way they're moving the ball. If you have a game where a team's averaging about six yards a play but kicking field goals, I'm more inclined to go over in games. Uh, under as well, a team, let's say we get multiple nonsense touchdowns, a punt return, a blocked kick. Uh, a, a turnover that leads to a short field. Then you look to go under. Those are things you look to do, look for totals uh, based off of things, uh, off of plays that are not sustainable the whole way, which special teams touchdowns and points on short fields are usually the ways, the ways to do it. I'm still kind of, fi- kind, kind of trying to figure out what UNLV was trying to accomplish on that I play. am also trying to figure out the same thing. <laughs> and uh, for some reason, this is the one box score of all the FBS games that there's, there's no data coming from, from Allegiant Stadium. So they, they turned off the internet, apparently, down the street. All I know is UNLV's quarterback was about four yards over the line of scrimmage, then tried to pass. It doesn't it right matter. To, You're keeping that right interception, to, Right to an Aggie. So it's going to be... Uh, they're reviewing the play right now. Looked like that was a clean pick, though. So Utah State ball down by three, trying to avoid. I know they're only laying seven and a half on the road, but let's be honest, Jeff. It'd be a terrible loss to, to give UNLV its first win in uh, they you know since the pandemic. I mean, going back, uh, going back to the end of 2019 would not be not be a great look to say the least. Speaking of what's not a great look, Jeff, if you were a TCU backer right now, if you if you uh, even if you jumped in late, grabbed the 12 and a half, even if you bet them earlier today at plus 13 and a half. You are uh, right now kind of furious with Gary Patterson because I, I know that, uh, look, down 17, you need three scores, but Gary Patterson on fourth and goal at the Oklahoma four off of what was a 12-play, 71-yard drive settles for a Griffin Kell 22-yard field goal to make it 38-24. Uh, you do your best Amal Shaw impression now, Jeff. No, I'm not even, I'm not even going <laughs> to waste my time with that. Look, come on, like, look, you need touchdowns to beat Oklahoma. Come on, Gary Patterson. There's no difference to me in this game being down 14-17, if you're just looking at it from a football perspective, because more than likely Oklahoma's going to score something on the next drive. You're either going to be right back down 17, or you're going to be down 21 again. I don't like that at all. Hey, look, there are some circumstances where I'm okay with kicking. Not there, Ben. Not there. If you're Gary Patterson, you're a veteran head coach at TCU. You know Oklahoma pretty well. Come on, what are we doing here? What are we doing? I know we said that earlier in the show. I, I realize we only can have one really dedicated segment to the what are we doing things that happen, but college coaches sometimes leave, our, leave us scratching our heads. Uh, speaking of other updates right now, let's go to the SEC where they're underway in the second half. Ole Miss and Tennessee. Jeff, you advocated, and I kind of agreed with you, laying the points in the second half with Ole Miss. They were up 24-9. to It really dominated so far in that game, even though a lot of late money came in on Tennessee, driving it down to a pick Ole Miss was laying, uh, was laying seven and a half for the game. Tennessee was laying a four and a half by proxy for the second half. But a lot of the money, Jeff, came to the Rebels' side, kind of like you, you anticipated. Move this down to Ole Miss minus six and a half for the game. However, Vols come out, first drive of the third quarter, and a eight-play, 77-yard drive. Really the first time we've actually seen them 
uh, move the ball and uh, and they score. It uh, is, is now 24-19. And you see your live total back up to 80 and a half. Pre-game, this was 83. Uh, so all of a sudden here, Jeff Vall showing a little life uh, down in Neyland. About time. I mean, look. look I'd, I'd say so. Look, only 12 points and a half against the uh, against Ole Miss's uh, defense is pretty weak, all things considered. But good drive out of the half. Good adjustment and complete opposite of what we usually have seen from Hypel teams in the past. Usually it's great playing early. Get totally outcoached in the second half when the other team can make adjustments. So far, the opposite. Even though Ole Miss just dropped what probably would have been about a 40-yard play mm. uh, on a throw by Corral. That was just a little bit behind his receiver, Ben. He's 12 of 25 now, Matt Corral. 164 uh, yards and a touchdown. As uh, we, we, It's like, a good thing Gary Patterson kicked the field goal there, Ben. Gary Patterson kicked the field goal. I looked down and uh, let's just say uh, there, there are acres of space to be had. And right now... It is We haven't seen Caleb Williams, the freshman quarterback, run all that much, but he takes off right here, gets a huge chunk play up to near midfield, slides down just shy of the 50, and right away after one play, Oklahoma, they are in business, Jeff. So great, it's a great decision to kick. Just a great decision. Oh, look, uh, you're going to be down 17 one way or another, uh, Ben. By the way, uh, I, I one quick other update uh, in another game going on. Air Force and, Bo- and Boise State. Boise State was closing a three-and-a-half-point favorite. They were, this was a big side on Air Force. Bent down a lot through the week. Air Force is doing it with the passing game so far. Our veteran so that, Air, just, our, that just shows how everything's going out there in Boise. Right resident now. Air Force updater, Jeff Parles. There you go. In the loop. Look, All right, love when, that team. When we return, we'll keep the in-game updates rolling in college. We'll also get to the biggest storylines from a big day that was in the CFB slate. We'll talk about that next here on Vison Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. 
Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit indeed.com slash credit as we welcome you back. It's VSIN Bet Center on a Saturday night from downtown Las Vegas. Jeff Parles, he's got his hands in, in, in this motion, which means something. Crazy has just happened in the college football slate. There's only, what, like 30 games going on right now? So you're, you're usually guaranteed to get something happening that is weird. Uh, the game we were tracking earlier was this Liberty-UL Monroe game. And, yet, yes, that's what we do here on VEASAN Bet Center. We're a betting show, Jeff. We don't have to just talk about the top games. If there is crazy betting storylines developing, we want to turn to them. And uh, Liberty was as high as a 33-point favorite in this game. Led 14-0 at halftime. Promptly on the road gave up 28 unanswered points. UL Monroe tried to uh, has tried to mount a comeback here, but it appears Jeff as though UL Monroe after oh, that's, re, that's regaining be the lead. That's going to be it. Uh oh, you oh you pulled out that's the, uh, the extra screen at the yep. watch ESPN on the laptop. Yep. What happened? Malik Wills intercepted with a minute to go. One timeout for Liberty. The Warhawks of Louisiana Monroe are going to equal Bowling Green as the biggest outright underdog to Victory. win outright uh, as high as twenty five to one out there on. Louisiana Monroe in places oh, that had it. 25 uh, 32, 33 point underdog winning outright uh, after being down two touchdowns at halftime. Look at that. So we've now had in three weeks now multiple 30 point dogs win outright. Because, of course. The, you, want, you want to do the math with a money line parlay on those uh, those three teams? Would have been, you'd be uh, a, it could be a lot of money, Ben. You'd be a, you'd be a rich uh, fella. Uh, by the way, let's uh, just like uh, a new segment. We're, we're just introducing new segments left and right on this show. Uh, moron coaching decision of the day. Oh, good. <laughs> Gary Patterson uh, settles for three down 17, a 22 yard field goal. Basically uh, opens up the opens up the door for freshman quarterback Caleb Williams and the Oklahoma offense to just run wild because uh, yeah, because like TCU was ever going to stop Oklahoma from scoring touchdowns as they settle for three to make it a 14 point game. Caleb Williams with a a 40-plus yard touchdown run, uh, 41 yards to be exact, eight carries, 64 yards now, and a touchdown for Williams to go along with an 18 of 21, 295-yard, four-touchdown passing night for the freshman. Jeff, it is now 45-24 Sooners in Norman, and if you bet TCU like a lot of people did in the last hour before kickoff, you're saying Gary Patterson... Just cost me some money. Now no, I don't know if they would have covered. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it would have mattered. You, but you at least would have had. To, if you got a touchdown there, you but you, you, were, a, you were asking for. You would have had Patterson the back did. door open at least. Now the back door is uh, going to need some help to get in that back door. Yeah. Ben, I, I will ask. I will ask mm-hmm. you this because 
Caleb Williams was not put up by a lot of shops this week. He was put up by some shops. Thinking the same thing, too. And behind us here at Circa, he's 85-1 to to win the Heisman Trophy. And I thought that was too short. I thought about 150-1 to was probably about the right price. For a guy who comes in midstream, we only have a half a football as data on him. He's really going to have to do something spectacular in order to really get in his race. Look, Bryce Young is amazing tonight. Four touchdown passes. Bama's up 40 on on Mississippi State right now. Bryce, it's still Bryce Young's award to lose, even with the loss at A&M last week for Bama. But Caleb Williams probably now, from going from off the board to very easily about 15-1, to 10-1, to 1, to win the Heisman Trophy in one week is something that could very easily happen when those odds are back up on money. Yeah, you say what? Put in midstream. I mean, he's he's rapidly cascading down, oh, uh, down he, the rapids. Uh, I mean, jeez. Look, again, it, it begs the question, uh, and Gil Alexander brought this up on a numbers game earlier in the week, it begs the By question. The way, that we, TCU fumble. Yeah, that, game, that game's over. <laughs> um, but, but, but it begs Touchdown, the question. Touchdown, Oklahoma. Uh, out at the one. Actually. Or maybe a, uh, maybe a touchback even. Who knows? It's not going to matter. The ref has no idea what he's looking at either. (laughs) Uh, But um, but look, this this begs the question, what was Lincoln Riley looking at in practice? Now, I understand Riley was the number one recruit in the country. You feel obliged to play a guy who's rated that high. But everything we have seen from Rattler this year and Williams, again, it's been six quarters, it could fall off. Williams is significantly better. It could do a lot more than Rattler can. Like Spencer, Spencer Rattler, unless if Williams gets hurt, it's a pretty safe bet that Rattler is not going to see the field again, unless if there's an injury here, Ben. This is Caleb Williams' team moving forward. Maybe Lincoln Riley needed some binoculars to practice. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> he needed, needed a closer look at his quarterback. The thing I would counter to that, though, is like you were never going to start Williams opening day. And I get that you only win by five against Tulane. But again, it's week one. You had the FCS opponent week two. Like it's few, like they struggled week three, but again, you're you're winning games. You beat Nebraska by seven. The West Virginia game was, you know, look, West Virginia started the year a very, uh, I would describe them as a plucky uh, team that would, did not have a lot of expectations, but a solid defensive team. You win that game by three. So I, like, I don't know that it, it's. I know that it's tough. You've you've got to make these decisions all right in game if you're trailing. But in all these games, Jeff, I mean, Oklahoma was never really down. They were still no. up by in that seven to ten range. You never really felt comfortable about the Sooners, but. I mean, wasn't the Texas spot the perfect perfect point to pull the plug? Because that was really the first time Oklahoma was, re- you really felt like they were in deep trouble of actually losing any of these games. Yeah, well, I don't know. They they were in a lot of trouble for a long time against West Virginia. They're just a little bit different I, because West, West Virginia uh, can't do it. By the way, uh, Utah State just had another field goal blocked. So uh, that uh, that uh, craziness oh, wow. just down the road from us continues. Uh, but, but look... Uh, for Oklahoma, though, Ben, and I go back to what I said earlier in the show, now with seemingly finding something in Caleb Williams being in a, a, a borderline elite quarterback, especially in comparison to what they had, and again, teams could get used to it. It's not going to happen in the next two weeks because Kansas has no players and is terrible. And Texas Tech, is their defense, even though they've been better, is probably not going to slow Oklahoma down. It's the last three weeks where we're really going to learn how good Williams is and of Oklahoma is that playoff shoe in that I think they're going to be. Because uh, at Baylor, Iowa State, and at Oklahoma State. By the way, I'm pretty sure that's not going to be an Oklahoma touchdown. I think that's going to be a touchback, by the way, Ben, uh, for a fumble through the end zone by the defensive back. I don't think his foot was down out of bounds. Always a great play. 
Always a great. We already saw one of those earlier. I mean, we did the moment that we thought was going to flip the Iowa Purdue game, where Purdue, the wide receiver on Purdue, uh, legitimately tried to shot put the ball into the end zone from a yard out. uh, Ended up in a touchback. Ended up not mattering because Purdue won that game outright. But, uh, but we're. I never quite understood that, Ben. The if you can't get there, try to fire the ball at the pylon. That's not going to work. Yes, I like the shot. I like the shot put description there. Yeah, uh, and uh, it looks like let's see what is our again. This is a forty-five twenty-four game. Oklahoma is is uh, in control. Call is reversed on the field. So now nah, you got uh, it right. They called it a touchback. Got, yeah, touchback. <laughs> touchback. And yes, Utah State has a punt block. They are now plus one ninety-five. You can only bet the money line. At least the shop I'm looking at here in town. Down three, twenty-four twenty-one to UNLV. Four fifty-six to go as the Rebels try to get their first win in the Marcus Arroyo era, uh, Arroyo era who was hired uh, last season. So uh, we will continue to monitor that. And you bring up uh, the Iowa result today, Jeff, as we start looking looking back at the day that was in college football and, and a day that you, you kind of figured coming in, look, there was probably going to be one of these teams. We knew Iowa would have a, a tough test, even though Purdue was unranked coming in. You didn't know about Oklahoma. Would they hold up after weeks of considerable struggles that they've had in all of these games? But Iowa, in the end, was the one today, Jeff, that... Not only did they lose outright, and again, they were 11, 11 and a half point favorites consensus, but it wasn't particularly close. And again, they lose 24 to 7 at home to Purdue. Like, what a way if your head coach, Kirk Ferentz, to have your perfect season undone it, and with a performance like that against a team that has really struggled all year to, to move the ball, even though they've defensively been uh, all right. In yeah, well, look, if, if Sean Clifford didn't get hurt last week, we, would, uh, we wouldn't even be discussing Iowa anymore, period. You're probably it'd, be, right. it'd be all over. For, for, for the Hawkeyes. But look now, as ridiculous as it may sound, because losing by 17 at home to Purdue is pretty bad, they're not dead yet in the playoff chase. Because if they somehow win out, they'll still probably get in as a 12-1 and Big Ten champ. With that said, Wisconsin, by the way, playing uh, Army tonight. Wisconsin uh, and Army, the first half legitimately took uh, 62 minutes real time, Ben. Oh, uh, but, uh, but look... Uh, would it shock you if Iowa loses at Camp Randall next week? And this thing really falls apart quickly? Wouldn't shock me, even with not the really. Badgers not looking anything like bat- the Badgers of the past. This is, look, this is a team that was kind of getting along by smoke and mirrors, but they've been, this, is what they, this is what they've done for years. They forced turnovers. They never really had they've, had. they've had good quarterbacks. They've never had a great quarterback. Petrus may be bordering on bad. But look, in the end, in the end here for Iowa... They're more than likely out unless if they magically run the table. But even if they run the regular season table, they are going to get beat handily by whoever wins the Big Ten East. Unless if it's Michigan State, which if it's somehow Michigan State, Iowa, forget it. Then the Big Ten should probably be annoyed because then they're going to end up with zero playoff wins this year. Uh, Spencer Petras, I don't know if you if you just define bad as four interceptions and a 15.7 QBR. Yeah, it's but, not uh, good. That's not not a good way for it. To, uh, I have to imagine that's going to be a low total next week in Camp Randall. Badgers, by the way, 40, 42. We're, that sounds about right. Yeah. 41 and a half, I was thinking. Badgers were favored by 14 today with a total of 37. Currently, they're up 13, 7, 11 minutes to go from Camp Randall. Oh, Army got back in. Army. Army got a touch. They scored, Jeff. Don't yeah. be so hard on Army. All right, when we come back, more thoughts from uh, the day that has been so far in college football, as well as continuous updates. And we'll take another look at in at the NLCS as we're getting towards stretch time in Atlanta. Dodgers Braves, we'll tell you about that next here on VEASAN Bet Center.
This is Bet Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Fuel up for football with the five hour energy football challenge. Energize your fight for first and play for free in this three part contest series for your shot at $15,000. In total cash prizes, head it to DraftKings.com slash 5-Hour Energy. Now to get in on the action, 5-Hour Energy, hours and hours of energy, terms and conditions, and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. As we're back, the Sin Bet Center on a Saturday night from Las Vegas with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. A lot going on right now. Uh, let's go to, let's stay in Las Vegas. We're in Las Vegas, Circus Sportsbook Studios. Utah State and UNLV, where Jeff, uh, this has been one of the maybe one of the worst displays of kicking I have ever seen in a college football game. And yet Utah state who just had a field goal blocked a couple minutes ago, they mysteriously do not take time out after stopping UNLV in a running play on third down, let about 40 seconds more than they should have run off the clock. They get the ball back. They now have 49 seconds left, just completed a pass down to the UNLV 26 yard line. Uh, and you said what during the break about what their strategy should be here. You better score a touchdown here, guys. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Better score a touchdown. That wouldn't shock me at all if you if Utah State scores a touchdown here. Uh, wide I don't know, open I don't know pass what, to the eleven. I, UNLV I, playing with I, the tried and true prevent defense I, here with forty four seconds you can't left. Play the prevent from the thirty yard line. No, I look. I'm I, not I, the look, coach. Look, look, look. look <laughs> I, again, this is this is a coaching staff that look. It, it is unfair to pick on new coaching staffs last year because of the circumstances were just horrible, especially for. New coaches trying to ingrain their system. You didn't have your you didn't have your players there until late uh, because of everything with with COVID. But look, if you if you if UNLV goes Enzo, winless, no, incomplete. incomplete. Uh, if UNLV goes winless, it's hard to see them keeping Arroyo for year three. You can't justify, yeah, even though be, year be, one is you be zero seventeen then. In year one, you had no non-conference games. It was a conference-only slate. They do go winless, zero and eight UNLV so far, zero five to this point. 40 seconds left. They were a seven and a half point underdog in this spot, UNLV. So regardless, even if this ends up going to overtime, you're going to get there if you took UNLV with the points in this spot. But a lot of in-game opportunities to take Utah State. Right now, second and 10, 40 seconds to go as we look up at the 11-yard line of UNLV. But uh, kicker issues, Jeff. And look, you've got, uh, you took the two and a half at plus money a little less money than you would have taken on the money yeah, line. I, a run. I, I, oh. I didn't need the two and a half. Oh, right up the gut. <laughs> touchdown. But so we see Utah State take the lead. Uh, you're, you're, again, first we see the tried and true prevent defense from the 30-yard line. Next we see the tried and true don't even touch the running back on a run right up the middle from the 11-yard line for a touchdown, 27-24. But, Jeff, I thought you made a really good point when we were just talking off air here about why, especially in college football now, when you're looking at these late in-game scenarios, why you grabbed a 2.5 at plus, it was what, plus 140, as opposed to just taking a team outright at plus 160. Because there's a reasoning why a lot of people would think, all right, Two and a half, there's, there's no point, but because you're going to lose by three or you're going to win the well, game. But, well, what, but well, in college, it's different, well, right? Well, look, it depends on the pricing, too. If So I got plus two and a half, plus 128. Uh, the money yeah. line was plus 148. Okay. If I, if I, if that was, like, let's say it was a plus, plus 108, maybe even, even, maybe, maybe even that was still good at plus 108. Mm -hmm. uh, I would have to crunch the numbers a little bit further. But a, two, a 20 cent difference. Especially where a tie, when it was eight and a half minutes to go, this game going to overtime was totally in play at that point. And especially now in college football, where first overtime is your traditional overtime, second overtime if you get a touchdown, you got to go for two. When you get to a third overtime, you get this 
two-point shootout deal, basically, where if I'm getting two and a half, I can't lose if the game goes to a third overhead time. Now, you can't really handicap that a game like this is going to go three overtimes, especially when you have a team that is one of the three remaining winless teams in college football. But, again, that's worth looking at. And also, that's not uncommon there either, Ben, where you have a line, especially when it's a one-score game, where Utah State was down three, the line would be half point, relatively solid plus money uh, on the team that's down, let's say down six trailing late. It would have been plus five and a half plus money on that, on that plus five and a half and probably about 25, 30 cents more on the money line. Cause you're really in the same spot at that point. Ben. Yeah, and your, your point is you, you evaluate every scenario individually, but the sacrificing, whatever it is, 20 cents of juice, as long as it is not, you know, maybe let's say more than a, for, Arguments like more than a quarter of juice. As long as it's uh, not that, you're at least you're, you're you're giving yourself a little, you're one extra out essentially yeah, in a game like well, that. Well, the other thing is too. Again, I you don't handicap this, but a scenario that could actually happen here: UNLV scores a touchdown with triple zeros, takes and doesn't even attempt the PAT. I still win. Well, if that happens, they have all three I, timeouts. I, I, I look, Thirty-five I would, seconds. I wouldn't left. be shocked if UNLV throws a pick six. I, I was going to say I would be here, more so. worried right now yeah. if I had UNLV plus <laughs> so. the points because uh, that is very much in play. I know one other bet uh, you're sweating involving yeah. Stanford and Washington State, a game that has really been uh, crazy so far today. Interesting uh, betting angles here, as you've seen this toggle between uh, pick and one and Washington State close minus one at most shops. This game in Pullman, uh, but Jeff, early on, uh, this was uh, a spot where. Stanford looked outstanding early, led 13-0 after a quarter. Huge second quarter for Wazoo at home as they scored 20 to take a 20-16 lead at the half. Uh, you played Stanford uh, in the second half. Why? Uh, because I think Washington State isn't any good. And I thought that that second Bound. quarter was a little bit of an aberration. Now, it was a little bit of a risk for me, and I kind of let my pre-flop uh, notions get a little bit of the better of me because Washington State was winning the box score at halftime. But we are dealing with a scenario where, again, I'm not the biggest David Shaw fan by any stretch. I oh, think, what makes you say that? I think he's okay. I don't think he's as good as people want what make him out to be. I know he's be- I know he's a better coach than Nick Rolovich. I know he's a better coach than Rolovich. And you, Washington State is a team that has blown leads this year, including to these great Utah State Aggies. They blew a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter at home, and Utah State won the game outright. Uh, and, and look... W- it was really just more of a fate of Wazoo. And right now, Stanford has the ball up for, I, I took uh, I took Stanford uh, pick second half at plus money, uh, which was plus four. And I had Stanford uh, pre-flop anyway, uh, pick them. So, uh, so we're, we're riding with that here. Ben. All right. I, I completely, I had to go through my spreadsheet. I completely forgot that I actually ended up Wait, taking, yeah. taking Stanford uh, pick, uh, Pre-flop. I thought I for, forgot to do it, but I did actually make wait, that Wait play. to mention the bet that just got blasted with the Boston College. Uh, the punter. Uh, the, the, now, what are you going to do? <laughs> poor, poor play by the punter costing you, Jeff. Is uh, I'm not. Sh- I have to check if that game has gone final yet. No, that's but, still uh, that's still going. Thirty-three-seven. Uh, Wolfpack just got a safety actually, so that's just been a disaster up there. But big. Uh, Thirty-six to go. But, bi- but big uh, big happenings in Knoxville, where Tennessee had gotten back into this game down five. Matt Corral touchdown. It is back to being a double-digit game yet again. PAT is going to be good. 31-19, Ole Miss with 204 to go. You're going to need a lot of help to get to that ridiculously high over here, Ben. 50 with 17 You need a 30-33. What is it? What did it end up closing? 82 and a half? 83 behind us. Okay, so you need 33. Five five touchdowns. touchdowns. Hey, it's not impossible. Five touchdowns in a quarter? 
He can get five. It's not it crazy. Can, it, could, it could happen, baby. Uh, look, <laughs> the, the live total. I mean, the live total uh, just went went off the board. Was looking for this uh, to uh, to refresh here. Is we'll, we'll probably get it re uh, reposted here momentarily. But I should also point out we had that discussion about the second half line in this game. Would you lay continue to lay like four and a half with Ole Miss, and it went down uh, to three and a half. So basically plus seven and a half uh, for the game on the Tennessee side. Would, did you would you think Ole Miss would run out run away with this? Seven seven so far in the second half. So at this point. Ole Miss has been the right side, at least uh, to that end. One other thing I did want to mention, Jeff, is some of these games are starting to wind down because we we see bad beats happen every week and uh, tough luck losses. The uh, scenario that just played out in Starkville, I know, I'm sure if you were following along with us on, say, a second screen, you've got all the other games on, you probably turned off Alabama-Mississippi State a while ago for the simple reason that it, the game was 49-9. to Well, Mississippi State, so 49-9 to was your score in the fourth quarter. Mississippi State had the ball, a lot of backups in. Will Rogers still in the game. Get the ball down inside the Alabama 20-yard line. And a uh, poorly timed pick thrown right at the goal line by Rogers as Mississippi State was driving for what would have been a meaningless touchdown, except if you had the over, which was 59. And by him, Jeff, throwing that interception with about two minutes left, your game ends 58. The perils of betting. And look, if you if you, if you took over 59... We're showing 59 and a half. There were some books that closed that as well. Those odds courtesy of VEASAN.com. If you, if you took it over 59 or 59 and a half and you got 49 from the tide with a Mike Leach-led offense on the other side, Jeff, I, you, you probably would have assumed that uh, 9 out of 10 times you would you would cash that over ticket. Would you not? Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> I would say so. I mean, Will Rogers threw for 300 also, so you would have expected that. And look, in the end here, again, Bama, great bounce back. There uh, Probably was a, a good spot to bet them, especially with a line that didn't move the whole week. So uh, there you go. Uh, uh, the good win by 40. Game goes under there in Starkville. Ben, I just want to bring up something real quick here. Uh, Army, Wisconsin. 343 to go. Wisconsin 13, Army 7. Wisconsin just punted from the plus 35. What? It was 4th and 13, but... With the way Army plays, I would I would have at least considered going for a fourth and thirteen. Now I understand Graham Mertz, Mertz isn't any good, but come on, but kind of deserve to lose this game now if you're Wisconsin. That's interesting. Yeah, two fifty nine to go. All right, thirteen seven Wisconsin. A game we did not think we would be talking about. Uh, by the way, TCU has scored. So if you're a TCU backer, there is still hope. You down, got life down, still down fourteen. What a help your uh, your coach had actually gone for it from the four yard line a, a half hour ago. Uh, we'll get back into more from what the day, uh, what all the day happenings were in college football. That's next here on Beeson Bet. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of VSIN Bet Center is brought to you by Zin Nicotine Pouches. Zin is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zin Nicotine Pouches are a smoke free, spit free, and hassle free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime so you never miss a minute of the game or the tailgate party. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus, Zin can be found at convenience stores nationwide so you can find your Zin wherever you are. Zin's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. Plus, it's easy to use indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zinn comes in two strengths, so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zinn contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers 21+. plus. Learn more and find your local retailer at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. As we welcome you back to VEASAN Vet Center, back with Jeff Barles. I'm Ben Wilson. Our last segment for us going through college football, again, we'll keep you posted if anything uh, crazy happens. I did mention TCU before the break. They score a touchdown, uh, Jeff, but uh, 10 and a half minutes to go. So a backdoor cover not out of the question for the Horned Frogs right now down 45-41 as a 12 and a half point closing underdog on the road at Oklahoma. But I know you had brought up that Army-Wisconsin game. Wisconsin punting from the plus 35. Head coach Paul Christ uh, making us think, all right, you're trying to one-up Gary Patterson here of TCU, but... What did Army just do, Jeff? Yeah, Army attempted to pass, and that did not go well. Uh, strip sack, fumble, recovered at the one for uh, Wisconsin. They punched it in on the next play. I am not certain because, remember, that was 13 and a half, 14 predominantly. Uh, so uh, very important in 19 to 7 right now. Uh, I am. We're, we're still waiting to see if what the decision is to go for one or go for two. I would hope Paul Christ has the wherewithal to go for two up by 12 late in the game. But uh, 
Well, so the we'll betters. This was 14 market wide. 37 and a half was your closing total. That will go under. There's only 222 left in the game. Well, we saw it's a good way to transition into some of the games we saw earlier today because Kentucky expertly, I don't know if we, they really did, Jeff, but Mark Stoops, head coach for the Wildcats, give him credit, understanding that, uh, you know what, some the backers would have liked a little touchdown, and he got it for them as Georgia does win, but do not cover 30-13. to 13, The Bulldogs win despite a late uh, Kentucky drive where they do get that. Uh, they get the cover touchdown as 21.5-point underdogs to close in this spot. Jeff, we, we talked about this last week. It, it felt like the inevitable, despite the great story Kentucky was, undefeated, coming between the hedges, taking on Georgia. You just felt like, you, as you mentioned last week in your initial handicap of the game, like Kentucky just won't be able to move the ball on Georgia. And even though look, defensively the Wildcats played their hearts out in this game, it clearly was not uh, enough in this spot. That does, does go just a hair under, despite that late garbage time touchdown under uh, 44 and a half, but uh, I have to imagine, Jeff, not really a surprise for you based on expectations of of what you've seen out of Georgia coming into today. They're the best team in the country by far. Their defense is one of the fastest defenses we've ever seen in college football. I'm surprised Kentucky was able to get in the number, but I will say this. Mark Stoops is a coach who doesn't get his due. And I guess it's because he's coaching at Kentucky but ever since the early lull while he was there, where they were really trying to just build a program that had been really in the depths of despair for a while, uh, other than the few years with Rich Brooks, uh, that was a program that just really has not been good for a long time. But that team is the second best team in the SEC East. And it's not their fault during the division with the, the epic superpower now, which is what Georgia is. And Kentucky, I thought, did pretty well for themselves, and they still had no chance to win the game. Good cover at the end, but look, George is just at a different level, and I'm just, at this point, our guy Danny Burke was on with us earlier. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to get to the camp that he's in, that it's not, that Ohio State is actually the best competitor to the Georgia Bulldogs at this point. It's a shame that Sean Clifford's health is still a question at Penn State. The shame Penn State lost last week to Iowa. Because I think the Nittany Lions are every bit as good as Ohio State. But now like that whole thing in the Big Ten East, it's going to come down to the series of games between Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State. And I guess you have to throw Michigan State in there while they are undefeated. But that team is not getting to the Big Ten championship game because they are going to lose comfortably to Michigan in two weeks. Uh, you just saw Georgia's schedule a moment ago, Jeff, with with looking at that, you your initial reaction would have been, all right, well, Florida could be tough, but Florida goes down to Baton Rouge today. We're, as we all kind of assumed, well, this is probably going to be Coach Orgeron's final stand, could even be his final home game for LSU, and they come out as high as a 13-point underdog, the Tigers do, and and knock off Florida, 49-42, in a game that goes way over the 60.5 or 61-point total. So you look at that, Jeff, that Florida game next week, and and uh, is, is the world's largest outdoor cocktail party, and you all of a sudden think, all right, even though it's Florida and in Jacksonville, neutral site, anything can happen. I mean, Florida, for as well as they played, Jeff, against Alabama at home, they've looked far from that team, at least Dan Mullen's team has, wouldn't you say, last couple of weeks here? Yeah, uh, look, I, I think... Not the, a great way to lose. Today. Now, look, look you, that was a bad loss for Florida today. And uh, LSU did basically whatever they want offensively. And Florida's got quarterback problems again. Because Emory Jones, who looked very good against Alabama, is kind of... is not kind of. He is the guy we thought he was. He's just, he's just not ready for the moment. Anthony Richardson played pretty well, actually, while he was in there. But 
Oh, look, in the end for LSU, uh, Ed Ogeron uh, watch uh, continues at least for another week. And now LSU, where it looked like, oh, wait a second here. Are they even going to make a bowl because of the way that uh, uh, their schedule broke down? It was five out of their last six were against ranked teams. Really, it's going to end up being uh, seven out of their last eight because Auburn got a great win at Arkansas today. Uh, Kentucky, obviously, is going to stay in the polls. Uh, But look, now LSU has got to find one against Ole Miss, Bama, Arkansas, and A&M. They get one of those. Ogeron and company will still get to a bowl, and you know what? He probably probably does survive at 6-6. and Maybe. We'll see. If they lose three in a row, now uh, I know the mighty Warhawks of Louisiana Monroe are on a one-game winning streak, but LSU shouldn't lose that game. They are on a one-game winning streak. Look, it's the the, uh, the eternal question. How long how long does a a national championship earn you in in the most in the, the most critical and uh, heavily scrutinized league in college football? We're, we're I think we're going to find the answer soon. But at least uh, Coach O is safe for now. Florida, by the way, combined for four interceptions between uh, the, the two quarterbacks that, uh, that we did see today. Emory Jones threw two. Anthony Richardson in relief throws two as well. And uh, and there is the LSU schedule still to come. As far as the other big result, I want to get your thoughts on, Jeff, uh, before we uh, hit the end of the hour. Oklahoma State goes to Texas. It's another week, another late falter by the Longhorns, who get outscored 16-0 in the fourth quarter. A chance to spoil the perfect start for Oklahoma State, uh, even though they've felt, Jeff, you've mentioned uh, the, the paper tigerish e team, the Cowboys, even though this has been one of the weirder Mike Gundy coach teams we've seen, Jeff, because they really are not an air raid offense whatsoever. They rely on a on a really good running back in Jalen Warren, but quarterback Spencer Sanders is what like the ninth or tenth best quarterback they've uh, they've had over the past fifteen years in the Gundy era, and yet they find a way to score sixteen unanswered in the fourth quarter and uh, and win today. Pretty impressive. Yeah, Texas just find a way to lose back to back weeks uh, now. Uh, up double digits, like you said, and you can't lose this game if you're Texas, and they managed to. So, look, Oklahoma State, I don't think is any good. I think it just at this point. You're looking at a scenario with them where it's they're kind of they're Oklahoma light because Oklahoma's a lot more talented than them, but they're continuing to find ways to win despite the fact that I don't think they're really any good. And for Oklahoma State, th- this gets a little more difficult for them next week. They play at Iowa State, who finally has found themselves here at the end of October. Uh, they, they they handled K State pretty easily today in Manhattan. Uh, they have to go to West Virginia. They have Bedlam. They have a tricky road game right in front of the Oklahoma game at Texas Tech, who seems to be much better than I would have thought they would have been. Uh, but look up, credit to Gundy. This team is one of probably one of the weaker teams he's ever had there, and they're six and zero. They're six and zero, and they yeah. could they could face a fellow paper tigery at least we think team in Oklahoma potentially. In Oklahoma's Bedlam. much better than they are, even though they're both paper tigers. Oklahoma's much better than they are. one paper tiger over. Yeah. Over another. Uh, so, and by the way, still 45-31 Oklahoma on top of TCU. TCU with the ball, though. 8.45 to go. If you're a TCU backer hoping to get in the back dough. You got a shot. Plus 12 and a half. It's, uh, it's still open. Uh, by the way, was, not to burst your bubble here, Jeff. Wazoo, Max Borgie, touchdown. 34-31, 37 seconds left. What your number? What was your number? I, I was getting four. The money oh, line so is going to be done. This is likely so done. As uh, McKee okay. just fumbled Uh-oh. and Wazoo recovers. So Washington State, uh, assuming Rolovich doesn't do anything crazy here, is going to win by three. 34-31. Uh, Wazoo 
going to get the win. Uh, by the way, Wisconsin did not go for two. <laughs> <laughs> PAT good. Well, uh, and Wisconsin betters at minus 14 uh, are, are not going to be happy with head coach Paul Chris. Actually, I think Army, they, Army just scored a touchdown, by uh, the way. Army just, came down, I was saying, Army just came down and scored, so it wouldn't have mattered wouldn't anyway. Wouldn't have mattered anyway. Uh, but, and that game encroached very closely on the total. Still going to go under, it looks like, 20-14 to 14 Wisconsin, 37 seconds left. All right, when we return, quick update to the NLCS. What's going on there? We'll keep you posted on any big college football updates as our marquee games come down the stretch. And then it's our NFL previews. Week number six. We'll start on those when we return right here on Beats and Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.